Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, July 23rd. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, in Bosnian, Ruka Nade means hand of hope. A local woman with roots in Bosnia is turning those words into reality by helping the homeless in St. Louis and in her home country. We came as refugees, so we look at it, it's our duty to help someone else. So that's what we're doing. We're showing our appreciation to St. Louis. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson takes us inside a homeless shelter to see how Ruka Nade serves the community. First, the news. Missouri State Representative Bruce Franks is planning to make his resignation official at the end of the month. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, the St. Louis Democrat is not just leaving the General Assembly. He's departing from the show-me state entirely. Franks announced during the last week of the 2019 legislative session that he was stepping down. He cited depression and anxiety as primary reasons to resign from the Missouri House. Franks' departure will become official on July 31st, and he's planning to leave Missouri for an undisclosed city. And I need to heal not being in the epicenter of, you know, my trauma, like where, where my trauma comes from, where my PTSD comes from, where my anxiety and everything else. Like, I need to be able to come in and, you know, do what I need to do and leave and go back to the place where that brings me solitude and that brings me uh, mental healing. It'll be up to Governor Mike Parson to schedule a special election to fill the 78th District House seat. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. A federal grant to help rebuild a mid-Missouri bridge will trigger a roughly $300 million transportation bonding proposal. Senator Roy Blunt's office has announced the U.S. Department of Transportation is giving Missouri slightly more than $80 million to build a new Missouri River Bridge in Rocheport. That will activate around $300 million in bonding to repair or replace 215 bridges across the state. This bonding plan was a major part of Governor Mike Parson's 2019 legislative agenda. A project that brings art into a Metro East community is a step closer to reality. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports on the Community Mural Project in Belleville. Paula Hanaszewski remembers what people thought of Belleville. I'm from Southern Illinois and I remember my parents telling me never to come to Belleville because it wasn't safe. She now lives in the city and sees things differently. Hanaszewski is part of the Community Mural Project that's working to put up five murals around Belleville's Main Street that each capture different aspects of the city's identity. She says the murals will help change how people view Belleville. You know, these are the things that help cities spread the word about what they're about. That means a regional hub for the arts to Hanaszewski and the others involved with the public art project. Organizers received approval from the city council and say the murals will be painted in September. In Belleville, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. A long-time St. Louis-based chocolate company is being sold to a local rival. Bissinger's Handcrafted Chocolatier is being sold to the Abel family, which operates the Chocolate 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 Company. The Post-Dispatch reports a price for this acquisition has not been announced. Bissinger's opened in St. Louis in 1927. A St. Louis area woman has launched an organization to serve the homeless in St. Louis 
and in her native Bosnia, which is still recovering from that war in the 1990s. As part of our Sharing America Profiles series, St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports on Nirmana Huskic. It's a normal Saturday for St. Louis's Gateway 180 homeless shelter. There are hot meals being prepared, conversations among families, and children running through the halls. But this particular Saturday, the nonprofit Rukanade is here too, serving lunch in the cafeteria and providing clothes, personal items, and toys to shelter residents. How many do you have? She has four. Okay, so we put a comment in one of my. That's Nirmana Huskic, the extroverted and sympathetic 32 year old founder of Rukanade. Inside the shelter's cafeteria, there's excitement and clatter, but she stands out among the noise. Her high-pitched voice is distinctive, but it's the all-white hijab she's wearing that sets her apart from the residents and volunteers. She's a familiar face and voice to many of the residents. Oh, hi! How you doing? And that's because her nonprofit has been serving Gateway 180 on the last Saturday of every month for the past two and a half years. We came as refugees. Someone has helped us when we came here. So we look at it, it's our duty to help someone else, you know? It's time for us to do, like, pay back, pay forward. So that's what we're doing. We're showing our appreciation to St. Louis. We're showing our appreciation for all those people who have helped us. In Bosnian, Ruganade means hand of hope. It's one of a kind the only charity in the city that serves the homeless population, seniors and youth, in both St. Louis and Bosnia. Hi, welcome. Hey. <laughs> so we take our shoes off in the house. Huskic welcomed me into her home and straight into the kitchen, where she has set up her office for the day. Over the smoky-flavored Bosnian coffee, she says she credits her humanitarian work to her Islamic faith, her family, and the hardships she encountered during the Bosnian War. Hello? Huskic's cell phone is steadily ringing with incoming phone calls and text messages. This caller wants to know if Huskic could find a family in Bosnia whom she could donate a cow to. And nearly 30 years after the war, the country is still struggling to rebuild. After her family escaped the war-torn city of Zvornik in 1992, they found their way to a neighboring village and continued to move to various Bosnian Hill territories throughout the war. She says living conditions were harsh. So my dad, my mom, my brother and I, and we have one potato. They split it between me and my brother and they didn't eat. They didn't eat all day. Like, I'm gonna cry. This is why I don't like talk about that. Um, there's times when we didn't have anything. The war was over in the mid-90s and in 1998, Huskic and her family found refuge in St. Louis's South City, along with thousands of other Bosnian refugees. Huskic says those early days in St. Louis were hard. My mom, she worked three, four jobs to like support us so we have food on the table. You know, when we first came, we slept on like peed mattresses that we would get from like garbage. And those days made her work all the more meaningful. Her childhood friend, Lisa Grisnick, manages the outreach project for the Islamic Foundation of Greater St. Louis's homeless program, House of Goods. She says she admires the way Huskic breaks the stereotypes of Muslim women. She's doing exactly what she needs to do, and it's very important to show the world that Muslim women can do this. Huskic says her work is her calling and fighting for injustice is her passion. They feed us. They be sweet to us. This is Danielle Du Bois. She's been living at the shelter for more than three months. They conversate with us. They act like 
They act like we human. Other people don't act like we human because we homeless. For Hooskitch and her team, their motto is to never bring food or clothes that they wouldn't give to their family or friends. Everybody's story is different. You can never say I sympathize or like I know exactly what you're feeling because everybody has a different story, but we can empathize. Like we, we can say I try to understand because of my experience um, and I'm here to listen and help as much as I can. For Sharon America, I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. This report is from Sharing America. That is a four-station public radio collaborative covering race, identity, and culture. Our Holly Edgel edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.